97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Tom Lifson is with us. He's the editor and publisher of The American Thinker. He wrote a piece about why the red tsunami seemingly has only hit Florida. Thomas Lifson, how are you? Welcome to 97.1 FM Talk. Thanks. I'm great. Well, what's let me, get here. You, let me get your thoughts just first on all this counting and everything that's going on, because, you know, the state of Florida was able to return. I was working election night by about 830, 45. I knew most of what happened in Florida. And we're not going to know what happens in Arizona or Nevada, maybe for several days or weeks. Now, I understand that the voting laws are different, but this does not really instill faith in the democracy, does it? Absolutely. And uh, it's a disgrace. Uh, it's it's worse than most of the third world countries. Uh, and it's got to be deliberate. Uh, there's more time for mischief. There's more time for lawsuits. Uh, there's the expression sue to blue, meaning uh, drag it out and use the courts to uh, dig up ballots and uh, okay them or okay mail-in ballots that are not properly filled out, all those things, which has been done a number of times. Uh, Florida, as you probably know, uh, was uh, a national laughing stock in the 2000 election when we had all the hanging chads and... Uh, oh, I remember staring. it well. I remember it well. Yeah, that was quite the time, wasn't it? And, and with that, uh, Florida was able to reform its voting laws to uh, allow uh, mail-in votes, but only absentee and only if requested by the voter and only or, or the voter's immediate family or guardian, so no mass mailings. And the, the, vote, the absentee ballot had to be uh, requested about 10 days uh, before the election, and it had to be received on election day. So Florida is able to uh, to count its mail-in ballots on the morning of election day, uh, and and produce a, a final result within the day. Uh, here, I'm, I'm in Arizona right now, and th- th- you get nothing but double talk from the Maricopa County officials. Uh, it's 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 an absolute disgrace, and I, I have well. The locals, the people who know, say that it's very likely, given the votes that haven't been counted, where they're coming from, the sections of Maricopa County, it's it's very, very likely that Kerry Lake is going to win. Right. And pr- pretty likely that, that Blake Masters is going to win, although less less certain uh, than Kerry than Lake. Yeah, and, I, and that's what I hear as well. I just think that, that total for Masters seems uh, a little too much to overcome. Uh, have you looked at the Nevada numbers recently and in, in your I thoughts on Laxalt? I've been... Uh, Wrapped up here in Arizona, but uh, please tell me what's well, going no, on Well, no, and I, I just think we talked about it a little bit earlier, and I'll, I can check the numbers as we talk right now, but it seems like some of the people that are saying, you know, with optimism about Arizona, not necessarily saying that about Laxalt in Nevada. So that, that obviously can put, well, now, now we're not only not talking about Republican control, but we're talking about Democrat control, maybe not even right. this tie situation. So right now it looks like Laxalt's holding on by just 11,000 votes. If you don't think your vote matters after the last, you know, 12 years of elections that have been really, really tight. It's 49 to 48%. And that is razor sharp with a lot of votes. I mean, still tens of thousands of votes out on that one as well, I think. Yes. Yes. Big, uh, large amounts of votes out. And I understand they're mostly from Clark County, but also from Northern Nevada, which is pretty heavily uh, GOP leaning. Yeah, the Reno area. So it's both corners of the state, the the northwest corner, the south, uh, essentially, I guess, the southeast corner. So let's, let's get into Florida, though, here, Tom, and, and tell me why you think that this happened in Florida. I mean, what Ron DeSantis did down there, turning that state more red maybe than in here in Missouri, is is 
quite an accomplishment. We talked about it. I do this political roundtable on Fridays, and we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. I mean, you mentioned, I know in your column, some of the things that happened with uh, with COVID that I think he was vindicated on. But the other thing I think you can't ignore is that he sort of governed, didn't he? He did his job yes. in Florida, and the people rewarded him. He, he had results to point to, and he's gutsy. He's sincere. You know, th- th- there are a lot of politicians that are fake or come across as fake. And, and that's not true for Ron DeSantis. He's, he, he says what he thinks. He's direct. He's, he's gutsy. He's not afraid to take on Disney, the largest uh, private employer in the state. Uh, he stands up for what he believes, and he speaks in a way that everybody can understand. He's, he, he's not a double talker. Uh, so, so that, I, I think voters respond to a genuine presence and they respond to somebody who, who says what he thinks and stands up for it and isn't afraid of a fight. Uh, you know, when, when he stood up to Disney, I was concerned because of the, the level of employment that they have in, in, in Florida. A lot of people have their, their, their livelihoods depend on Disney. But I think he made a, he's a very shrewd guy, and he made a calculus that Disney can't pick up uh, Disney, Disney, Disney World and move it to Nebraska. You know, you, you can't do it. It's, it's stuck there. So Disney had no choice but to deal with the government there. And he punished them. He took away their special tax privileges and made them taxed like any other landowner in, in Florida. And they got the message and they caved. So uh, I, I, that's very, very important. Uh, I, I think, you know, the, what we've been talking about, the voter integrity uh, issue is, is very important. And then the last point I think that's very, very important is that he spoke to the Hispanic vote. And yes, this is uh, big, right. they went very strongly for him. That Miami-Dade is, I think, 70 percent Hispanic, something like that. It's, it's the most populous county in Florida. And the Hispanic vote shifted massively for him. Uh, the last Republican that won it was Jeb Bush, whose, whose wife is Hispanic and who speaks Spanish. Uh, but uh, since then, GOP hasn't won it there. He won Palm Beach County, which is notoriously liberal. Uh, he, 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 uh, he, again, he, he took decisive action. You all remember the, the horrible school shooting and the incompetent sheriff, uh, uh, Israel, who DeSantis fired when, when he took office. He, he's not afraid to do what needs to be done, and he explains it in plain language to the voters, and they respond to that. Uh, I, I'd also note that the other governor who prominently stood up against COVID lockdowns and school uh, shut, shutting was uh, Christy Noam of South Dakota, and she won with a 27-point uh, uh, margin. Now, South Dakota was already a red state. Florida was a purple state. Ron DeSantis won by a fraction of 1% four years ago. He won by 20% this time. That's phenomenal. Yeah, it is. That it's amazing. never happened. So Thomas Lifson from the American Thinkers with us. I only have a couple more minutes, but I want you to handicap um, the cage match that's going to go on. It's already started. Trump, DeSantis. Oh yeah, what happens yeah. here? Well, frankly, I was as enthusiastic a Trump supporter as you can find, and I've had it. I, I want, if, if, if it comes down to a choice between the two men, I want DeSantis to run. Trump has alienated too many people. I think one of the key lessons of this election is that there was massive turnout uh, for, for the, the Democrats. They called it democracy being threatened or fascism. That's all code for I hate Trump. 
And well, I'm with you on I'm, this. And I, you know, I, I do think that Trump's getting maybe a little bit too much of the blame because there were certainly other factors. But I, yeah. I, I, I'm sensing from more and more people that are they're two time Trump voters, people who really support him that have kind of moved in the other direction. The other thing, though, the other side of this is, look, I love DeSantis. I've been following him for a while. We've been talking to him here on this show, but he's 44. He's untested nationally. So yeah. it's a little early. But I like the fact that there's some good options out there, Thomas, moving forward. There's no doubt about it. Yep. And the, the, the flip side of that age coin is that Trump will be as old as Biden was when he took office if he's uh, uh, reelected uh, next time out. And we've seen how age is a factor with Biden. So uh, I have let's to let's a- just hope we don't see age as a factor after 2024, because now I'm concerned Biden's going to get in this thing. And I, I think we're yeah. not. Yeah, that would be kind of sad. Tom, listen, thank you so much. I got to move on here. Got a couple other segments on this Friday evening, but I really appreciate the American thinker on a regular basis. And good luck in Arizona keeping track of things. Thank you, Mark. All right. Take care. Get more at 971talk.com.